What is going on, everyone? You are listening to the first part of a two-part series entitled Three Ways to Break the So-Called Generational Curse. Be sure to check out part two dropping next week, and I'll talk to you guys then. Underneath the hanging tree He looks just like me So tell me am I really free What is going on everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. I am your host Jarrell. And today's topic is a good one because I definitely hear about this one a lot and it is such a stigma that conquers your mindset and then you begin to believe it. So today's topic is breaking the so-called generational curses. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because it can touch on so many different areas of your life, right? It could touch on your career. It could touch on your education. It could touch on your relationships. It can touch on parenting. And there's so many different things that if we think about it, we could potentially attribute it to these so-called generational curses when in actuality, it is something that we are entirely in control of. So the first thing I want to do is talk about the definition of curse, right? So the definition of curse is a solemn utterance intended to invoke a supernatural power to inflict harm or punishment to someone or something. So in a nutshell, forgetting all that extra stuff in the beginning, it's it's something to invoke a supernatural power to inflict harm or punishment to someone or something. And typically when we think about curses, that's how we think about them in, in a supernatural form that doesn't exist. We can't see it's not tangible. We can't touch it at all. And it is, you know, we think about, you know, if, if you watch sci-fi or any kind of, you know, vampires or witch type stuff, you think about, you know, curses and voodoo and warlocks and all that other weird stuff that people get into. And in this case, it is not anything that we can't change. When you think about a curse, if you are looking at a TV show or a movie, you look at it from the standpoint of someone speaks Latin of some sort. Um, maybe candles are lit. Maybe there's some weird, you know, powder or smoke or blood that is spilled on something in a bowl mixed, whatever somebody drinks. You know how the shit goes. Some weird stuff happens. Latin is spoken. Maybe the flame gets higher and then it's, you know, lightning or something and wind blows out of nowhere and then someone's cursed. And when we think about generational curses, obviously that is not the case. Although I'm sure there are some people in this world who have felt that at times all that stuff has happened and then their life as a result is, you know, happening or, you know, in a negative 
or bad manner. So when we think about generational curses, we if we were to talk about it from an educational standpoint, right? Maybe no one in your family has graduated high school or you are the first person in your family to graduate college, you know, and up until then, you know, your family were was living paycheck to paycheck and, you know, they never really excelled at life. And although they wanted the best for you, they never really expected you to excel to a higher level. No, because, hey, this is just a family curse. This is how it's always been. This is all I know. And so even if we, we focus on that side of it, of it being prosperous, maybe you're, you know, and and don't get me wrong. I'll say these things, but in reality, there is nothing wrong with any of these prof professions. So say, you know, your dad was, uh, you know, back in the day, maybe he delivered milk. I think that was a thing. And your mom, uh, I don't know, probably back then she might not have had a job or, you know, maybe she was a, a secretary or administrative assistant or maybe she was a stay at home mom, you know. So your family was kind of paycheck to paycheck and you didn't have a lot. You didn't have the same kind of education that everyone else had. So, you know, you were not set up to succeed, but maybe through hard work and effort, you did. So you succeeded in education. And like I said, you were the first person to graduate high school. You were the first person to graduate college. And of course, seeing how this is a relationship podcast, uh, you know, from a generational curse, maybe it was none of my, my great grandfather, my grandparents, my parents, no one stayed together. So why should I believe in love? Why should I invest time and emotions and energy into relationships. It doesn't work out. It's just how my family is. So I'm destined to be the same. And that's different because the biggest thing about thinking that is if you think it, you will go into situations believing it. And this is just my philosophy, but there are three things that I truly believe can break these so-called generational curses. The first thing is determination. The second thing is drive or hustle or work ethic. And the third thing is knowledge. Those three things are things that you have in your control and that you can directly shift the outcome of your life in multiple areas if you have those three things. So when we talk about drive, drive or, or hustle, like I said, whatever word you want to use comes secondary to knowledge. And then if you think about determination, I can be determined to do something. But if I don't have the knowledge and I don't have the work ethic to put what I have learned into practice, then there's no way that I can actually excel myself or excel in life. So people always say that we are a product of our environment. And I 100% wholeheartedly believe that that is accurate. What I do not believe is that we should be a finished product from our environment. So we can be a product of the things that we have seen. We can be a product of the things that we have experienced. We can be, we can be a product of how we have been taught to think. But the main thing is, is that if we take that initiative 
to gain that knowledge through determination to determine ourselves to say, hey, we are determined to gain this knowledge. And then once we have this knowledge, we are then going to implement that. We're going to use our natural hustle. We're going to use that work ethic to spin that into something that no one else saw before me. And so those three things matter to ensure that while we may be a product of our environment, we won't be a finished product from our environment. There are many people who have come from disadvantaged situations to be successful and their successful may not be successful to you, but it can be their successful. Successful to them could just be completing high school. And while to someone who has a doctorate's degree, they may not see that as successful, but seeing as how they have a long lineage in their family of people who have only completed sixth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, and they were the first one to go through the full school system and graduate 12th grade, that could be their version of successful. And we are no one to discredit them for that. Or they could be the first one to make over $45,000 a year in their family. To someone making 150, that's not successful. But to the person who knows their family only made $28,000 as a household, 42, 45, whatever it is, $1,000 a year is successful to them. And someone who says, hey, I'm going to have a successful marriage. And my version of successful marriage may be ups and downs, maybe arguments, maybe separations, but coming back together and working things out. So the person who never separated, never had a divorce and has been together 55 years, that may not be their version of successful. But to that person whose parents have never been married and have seen men and women come out of their lives individually or collectively, um, that is successful to them. So never let anyone define what success feels like or looks like for you. So when we talk about breaking that so-called generational curse, that's what we have to focus on. So as it pertains to relationships, so much of our environment creates the idea of what we think relationships should be. So when you talk about your great grandfather and mother and your great um, aunts, uncles, like it doesn't even have to be direct. But when you see a history of people who don't work out in relationships, you're a product of that. And although it may be in your head that, man, I, I don't really know the ins and outs of why it didn't work. But my historical data or my historical data when it comes to my thoughts and experiences tell me that relationships don't work. So anytime I even think about getting into one, I will self-sabotage it because subconsciously I know it's not going to work anyway. So when things get shaky, I might as well do what I do best because of what I know. And that's destroy it. That's sabotage it. That's not understand my emotions and why I react certain react to certain things a certain way. But we have to shift that and understand that a lot of the things that we have issues with are subconscious. Meaning we have no idea that that shit even exists to be an issue. And that's why it's important to journal, right? If you, if that's something that works for you, that's why it, it's, it's important to meditate. If that's what works for you, that's why it's important to go to therapy. If that's what works for you, anything that can get your mind moving or, you know, even a friend, a friend that you can confide in who is an unbiased party to the things that you, you know, unveil to them. Anything that allows your mind to go beyond the surface 
and to dive deeper into your inner thoughts and your experiences to be able to determine some of the things that have disrupted you throughout your life to be able to think a certain way that isn't uh, a positive thing for you and how you go about life. So, for example, a lot of people think that seeing their parents divorced may or may not affect them. And the thing is, it affects people different ways. You have people who say, you know what, I'm going to be better than my parents were. I'm going to put the effort forth to ensure that I don't get a divorce, to ensure that I'm going to be happy, to ensure that I'm going to be a great mother or father, to ensure that I'm going to be able to give them the things that my parents couldn't give me. And that's great. The issue is, is if we have subconscious ideologies about divorce and marriage that we don't know that we have. So then when we get into relationships, those those things reveal themselves and then we begin to create issues and not understand why they cannot be fixed. That shit matters. Understanding your emotions and yourself is so important to understanding what you do and don't need in your relationship and how to eradicate the things that you don't need and hopefully learn the things that you do to help that healthy relationship or to help grow that healthy relationship. So, uh, for example, um, I was speaking to someone recently and I know he listens uh, to the podcast. So hopefully he's cool with me sharing this information. Um, but in, in talking to him, you know, he, he said that, you know, I really didn't know a ton about what a marriage should be when I got married. And I'm paraphrasing, so don't, you know, quote me. But he was saying, I didn't know a lot about, a mar- you know, what a marriage should be. I knew that I saw my father and how my father and the relationship was with my mom and how I saw things that weren't conducive to a healthy relationship, both physically and, and verbally. And so my reaction to that was I didn't know how to love. I didn't know what a marriage should be. I just knew that I didn't want to be that. Right. And that is is powerful because it's a recognition that was had to say, even as a kid, like this shit doesn't look right to me. This doesn't feel right to me. When he looks at my mom this way, when he speaks to her this way, when he grabs her this way, I know that this isn't how it's supposed to work. It doesn't sit well with me. So I take note of this. And as my note, I'm right. Don't do that. Don't be that way. So then you have that. And that's the great, powerful thing to have. But then when you don't understand that that communication aspect is what prevents the verbal and you don't understand that in seeing that physical side, because it's for some people that gets implemented in your head, you begin to think in a very, very distant you know, space in your mind that that's OK. And then that makes you susceptible to potentially being that way. Or if you see your parents that always drink all the time, it doesn't feel or look wrong to you until something happens. Try to talk to your parents or your dad or your mom when they're passed out. You know, you you, want to play, you want to talk to them and you can't. Or when they are drinking or they are on drugs, you know, whatever it may be, they react more aggressively. And then you begin to see that. And and that gets that gets painted in your head, damn near cemented, because that's things that you will never forget. And because that affects you so much, much more than people realize, we forget about it, but it's still there. 
So being able to dive in there and to be able to filter out things to realize how our emotions really are when we think about those is so important to being healthy in, in friendships and romantic relationships in our career and our mindset and our ambitions, because we are, like I said, products of our environment, even when it comes to something like education, we're told to do well in school, go to college, get a degree, come out of college, get a job, excel in your career, make a lot of money, get married, house, white picket fence, kids, 401k, retire. Like, that's not what life should be because in the United States, there is this mindset that this is how you get ahead in life. And so they don't preach on the entrepreneurial um, mindset to where if you want to be the biggest, you know, laundromat franchise in the state or in the region, the country, you need to go to college for that shit. You should take some college courses. You should like study your industry. Yes. But you don't need to go to college and learn about history or science for that. Or if you want to, you know, and again, I, if you want to be a doctor, then yes, like you need to go to college for that or you, any kind of technical industry, you know, you need to go to school for that. But for anything else that you can literally watch YouTube for, or you can read on, or you can, uh, you know, read articles or Ted talks, like whatever it is, they brainwash you to think that that's the only way that you can get ahead in life to get in debt that a lot of people struggle to pay back. And then that's a generational curse in itself. If that's not what you want to do, if that doesn't fit the mold of or the person that you are. <laughs>